my goodness. Bear witness to the greatest park has ever created. The smelling salt starring Mr. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. Fimo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Loma. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Canella. Left hook, white crowds, smelling salt. Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. Charlo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Spence. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Bud. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Fury. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. Wilder. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. AJ. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. You know I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Punch. Ooh, baby, you already know this is Punch, Drunk, Boxing, aka Mr. Moo. Shine himself, aka El Adobo, aka El Sazon, aka El Borracho. Dímelo, mi gente. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this side of heaven. God bless you all. Ladies and gentlemen, boxing is lit, uh huh. Boxing is on fire. Woo! Hallelujah. Boxing is good, is great. Damn it, it's good. It's good to be a boxing fan, y'all. It is good to be a boxing fan. And if you find a quote unquote hardball, hardcore boxing fan that's complaining, bickering, whining, crying, frustrated, yo, boxing ain't the same, yo. Boxing is dead. Yo, boxing pay per view. I ain't probably for the pay per view, man. Well, look at the matchup, yo. He's a bum. He's this. He's that. Man, shut the hell up, man. And, and get the hell out of my damn sport. Huh? We don't need that negative energy in, in, in boxing. We don't need the negative energy fans. Get the hell out of here. You ain't no real hardcore boxer fan. Get the hell out of here because boxing is lit. Boxing is good. Get out of here, man. Go watch the Winter Olympic or something. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all already know, man. March 19th, Los Angeles. We got the rematch. Undisputed. Super welterweight. Jamel Charlo versus Brian Castaño. Shout out to Houston, Texas. Shout out to Argentina. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the one, one of the fighter of the year last year. I was out there in San Antonio. It was bananas. It, it was crazy. And I love to see this. I love to see them guys run it back. And I'm happy. You know, signed a contract. It's gonna happen again. Shout out to Jamel Charlo. Shout out to Brian Castaño, man. Love it. I'm loving it. I love it. Shout out to PBC, man, for doing this for for, for getting this fight, man. Man, I can't wait to see this fight. Hope I hopefully I could go to, to to Cali and see this fight. Hopefully, let me see if I get some media credentials. I don't know if your boy, I don't know if your boy they wouldn't let your boy. In. I'm kind of crazy and stuff like that. They be like, man, I don't think we're gonna let him in the media credentials, man. This this guy punch drunk is kind of you know kind of wild. <laughs> He's kind of wild. But come on, man, it's boxing. You gotta have that passion. Feel me? The high octane delivery of Mr. Moonshot. They need me out there, son. They need me out there. There was a lot of people that felt that Brian Castaño won. Huh? Argentina. Robbery. There was other people out there that feel like, nah, Jamel Charlo won. But you know what, man? A draw is good. Both of these guys was champion. And, and you could honestly say that none of them really took it, right? None of them really took it to be a champion, right? Both of them did well. You know, um, Jamel Charlo was working from the outside. Um, using the jab, using the jab, boxing real well, using some footwork. And, of course, Brian Castaño had effective aggression, you know, having Jamel Charlo a lot on the ropes. But when you have your opponent on the ropes, and I think this is why the draw came about, when you have your your, your opponent on the ropes a lot, and which, yeah, you got effective aggression, but remember, you compromise in the other judges. You feel me? That's why coaches, trainers love you to do, love love it for you to do your work in the middle of the ring. Stay in the middle of the ring. So, you know what? It doesn't comp compromise the judges. The judges see every 
point at uh, um every shot that you land and they count the points. But when you you know what I'm saying when you you got them in the corner or you have them in the ropes and you hitting the bodies and stuff like that and you smothering the work, you smothering his work. In the end of the day, you know what I'm saying. Um, it, it's tough. You compromise the judges. So Jamal Charlo did his work. Mo- most of his damage came in the middle in the middle of the ring. You feel me? So he got points for that. Brian Castan, you got points for his effective aggression in the championship rounds. I believe that Jamel Charlo stepped it up a notch to a different type. To he he upped it. He upped the level. And if he if he takes that momentum like he did in the championship rounds, take that momentum into the second fight in March nineteenth on March nineteenth, then I, I I got Jamel Charlo winning this fight because. What I saw in the championship rounds, and I know there's people out there that be like, come on, man, punch. They was mad. There was people was mad at me when I say, yo, Jamal, I think Jamal Charlo won that fight. They was mad. No, yo, what you talking about, punch? What you talking about? What you mean? What you blind? You blind? <laughs> no, I'm not blind, man. I'm one of the best in judging fights, aight? But um, I seen Jamel Charlo um when he t- when he took it up a notch that um Brian Castagno could have matched matched that level. He could enter. He could not enter that level. And so this is why I'm saying if Jamel Charlo, which probably the only thing that's that that's that's hindering him is that he don't throw a lot of uh, enough punches. And I think that he throws more punches. Um, you know, up the volume up. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be better for him. I think I seen the best Bright Castano. I think that he's gonna come with the same game plan. But if Jamel Charlo, like I said, um, you know what I'm saying, carries that momentum of the championship rounds in the second fight. I think he's going to win this fight, um, hands down. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that's a good fight. Y'all already know they announced Amanda Serrano versus Katie Taylor April 30th. I can't wait. I've been I've been clamming for this fight for quite some time. And I only clam for the fight, but the respect that these women deserve. I'm talking about pay. I'm talking about notoriety. I'm talking about exposure. And I'm talking about being a main event. Because remember the first time they was going to be fighting? They was going to be fighting in Eddie Hearn's backyard. Oh, hell no. Hey, shout out to Eddie Hearn. I like Eddie Hearn, one of my favorite promoters. But hell no. That fight did not does not deserve to be on anybody's backyard, okay? All right? You know what I'm saying? They was going to be in the backyard, co-main, to damn Dillian White and Pavetkin. Hell the F no. <laughs> they should not play no second fiddle to nobody, ladies and gentlemen. No second fiddle to nobody. This is the biggest fight in women history. And not only is one of the biggest fights in, in women history, but one of the biggest fights in, in boxing in boxing history. You know, I know it sounds good. I know it sounds good. But this is the biggest fight in boxing history, in my opinion. Alright, we got the seventh division world champion Amanda Serrano versus the undisputed lightweight champion Katie Taylor. Uh, undefeated Katie Taylor. You got one blemish loss, but um, um Amanda Serrano, but that was so long ago. She looking good. She is the knockout pound for pound queen of the sport of boxing. Amanda Serrano. Shout out to Puerto Rico. Shout out to Brooklyn, New York City. Shout out to Ireland. Shout out to MTK. Shout out to 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 um most valuable promotions. Jake Paul, Eddie Hearn, Jordan, Cindy Serrano. Everybody, man. I'm just happy. Madison Square Garden, New York City, baby. Woo. <laughs> Ric Flair, man, and also on the same date, and we got to give kudos to one of the gentlemen, to the gentleman in this gentleman's sport, right, because remember, this is still a gentleman's sport, Shakur Stevenson said that he would like Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor to get that shine, it's unfortunate, it's unfortunate we got another great fight that same day in Los, and in, in Las Vegas, though, 
Shakur Stevenson, who just recently beat Jamel Herring. Salute Jamel Herring. You already know one of our veterans. Um, Going to be fighting Oscar Valdez. Oscar Valdez, who, you know, in his last fight, prior to the last fight, had a little controversy with the tea, drinking of the tea. But it is what it is, whatever. This is a great fight. Unification bout between... Between the WBO champion, the WBC champion, Oscar Valdez, and it's going to be on the same day. So this is what I'm talking about. The boxing is lit. That we got two main two main events, two great fights, one historic. Um, I do believe that, of course, the Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano fight is more historic than, than the Shakur Stevenson and Oscar Valdez. But it's still, but, but it's still a, an intriguing fight and a fight that the boxing fans would love to see and is, is going to see. And this is what I mean about that is lit. Just look at the month of April. You got Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia is going to be back in the ring versus, um, I'm sorry if I mispronounced his name, Tuga, Taug, Tug, I'm sorry, but he's going to be fighting him, um, I believe, July 9th. He's starting off the month. And then we got the fight that we're going to be talking about more. Um, 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 we're going to be talking about this fight. And, of course, the, the, the gentleman in this welterweight division as well. We got Earl the True Spitz that was just was allowed, announced a couple of days. Earl the True Spitz, the unified welterweight champion of the world versus Yurdenis Ugas from Cuba, the W, the super WBA champion. Three belts on the line. Unification bout. Ooh, baby, I can't wait. This right here, this matchup is very, very good. Is very, very good and it's going to be very intriguing because the styles, the styles, they're going to be in the middle of the ring. They're going to slug it out. Two good counter punches, especially Yurudenis Ugas. Um, um, we got we got Jam um, Earl Spence. I, I believe that he leads it in high volume punches in the welterweight division. You already know, man. He got punch resistant. We saw that versus um Sean Porter. We saw Yudenis Ugas versus Sean Porter. And a lot of people feel like Yudenis Ugas actually beat Sean Porter. But it was a it, it was a close fight. Could have been a draw as well. But it is what it is. A lot of people felt that, you know, they didn't count that knockdown early in the fight. Or later in the fight, I believe so. I, I'm I'm mistaken. Sorry, man. I watch a lot of boxing. But that's a great fight. Um, I don't think they're going to, uh, look, it's a great fight, but I believe that the promotion is going to be like a snooze fest because <laughs> none of them can promote a lick, but a fight like this, you shouldn't, uh, uh, you know, a fight like this, it doesn't need any promotion, but of course I think they're going to be putting on pay-per-view. We don't know if it's going to be on Fox or Showtime yet, but hopefully, you know, we'll know very, very soon. There's a good fight. Um, of course, a lot of people in the What's Away Division want to see Earl the True Spence versus Bud Crawford. A lot of people dictate the landscape of boxing just because of that fight. But it's more to the sport of boxing. It's more to, to, to the What's Away Division. The What's Away Division is stacked with veterans, with prime fighters, and, and, and phenoms of the sport of boxing. You know, just, just the other day, Sean Porter in his podcast said that Boots Ennis, one of the phenoms of the sport of boxing, I said that Boots, me, me. Mr. Moonshine said that that Boots and it's almost three years ago. I said that Boots, Jerron Boots Ennis is the second coming of Roy Jones Jones Jr. People thought I was crazy. People said, "Come on, man, you you need to stop premature premature analyzing these these fighters." Come on, man. Now nah, I love boxing. I give all all credit, all praise to the men and women that step inside that ring. All modern day warriors, modern day gladiators that put their life for the line for a pure entertainment. She, um, Sean Porter said on the podcast that Jerome Boots Ennis is overrated. He's just tired of the praise. He's tired of the hype of Jerome Boots Ennis from Philadelphia. You know, Jerome Boots Ennis took it back to Twitter and he's like, hey, yo, I mean, 
I'm just paraphrasing. You, you, you come out of retirement. Come out of retirement and let me know how overrated I am. But of course, you know, and Sean Porter's living good in retirement. I think he, he, he got one of the best resumes of this era. You know what I'm saying? I mean, without a doubt, nothing, no, no question. The, the spectacular fortitude and the heart of of Sean Porter. He fought everybody, everybody. Keith Thurman, Earl Spence, Ugas, Danny Sof Garcia, Devin Alexander, Paulie Malinaji. Um, what else, man? He fought every Kel Brook. Um, Terrence Bud Crawford that you know actually retired him, bro. So he fought everybody, everybody, and gave everybody a fight. Everybody respects Sean Porter. Um, so I know you know he ain't looking like uh, he ain't looking at Boots Ennis like, come on, man. I seen I, I I seen it all. You know what I'm saying? I seen it all. Boots Ennis might be saying, but you ain't seen me though. But what have you done though? Lipping you ain't enough for me, you know. <laughs> but it's just an opinion, and to be honest. The opinion that probably is the most legit opinion is probably Sean Porter because he's been there with the with the top dogs except for many Pacquiao, but he's been there with the top of the top dogs. He's been a top dog. He's been there with the top dog. He's been with the guy that's just left in the same level. Um, you know, spar with the best spar to win many Pacquiao. So you already know. Um, so of course a lot of there's a lot of hype going on with the kids in the back. Y'all already know, man. You know, you know, I, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't that rich. I, right? y'all wanna donate to the channel? Y'all wanna donate? Y'all, y'all know what to do. All right. So, um, and my daughter ordered to come in. But anyway, man, shout out to the kiddos. Um, I like the, I like the fight. I like the fight very much. Um, I'm going a slight, a slight. I'm giving it a slight, and, and, and you know. Leading up more, leading up to the more to the fight, I'm be, I'm gonna be breaking it down on my YouTube channel, Punch Run Boxing. Y'all already know, subscribe to the channel if you haven't subscribed to the channel, Punch Run Boxing. If you wanna follow me on on on, on social media, Twitter, Mr. Moonshine Ten, on Instagram, Punch Run underscore Boxing. Follow me on the social media uh, platform. Hey, you know what? I got TikTok too, motherfucker. I got TikTok. Go follow Punch Run Boxing on TikTok too. Man, I'm doing it all, man. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's a good fight. I do believe the the styles is gonna be. It, it, it's, I think they're gonna slug it out. I just think that Earl Spence sits better on his punches. He got good punch resistance. Um, his defense is not all that great. It's good. He stays in line. He's there to be hit. But Udenis Ugas is also there to be hit. But he knows how to. I like the way that Udenis Ugas. You know, he, he's the game of inches. You know how to counter. He know how to slip real well. He know how to counter to the body. He know how to counter to the top, that over right hand. Good. But I just don't think that power carries, you know what I'm saying? He don't got that type of power resistance like uh, uh, Earl the True Spence. So, and I think that's what's going to, I think that's, I, I think that Earl Spence is going to outpoint him because I think he's going to out, the output. I think the output, in my opinion. But, you didn't, Ugas' game, he got that Cuban style. Um, and I'm, I can't wait to see that fight. I can't wait to see that fight. Following that fight, y'all already know it's Tyson Fury versus Dillian White. I'm not even going to discuss what happened with the WBC, but of course the the eighty two the eighty twenty split. Um, I believe that that I believe I think it's a thirty two or thirty eight mil. I think it's thirty two mil or something like that. Thirty two point eight something like that. That Tyson Fury is going to be gaining. Is going to be earning that fight, and I think that um, Dillian White is going to be earning eight million or something like that. Seven or eight million, and if he wins, he'll get eleven million. I think Frank Warren said that, but 
that's going to be on, 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 what, April 23rd, the following weekend. And then you already know we already spoke about the April 30th. And then we're going to go to Cinco de Mayo. And we got Canelo Alvarez, y'all. Canelo Alvarez made news yesterday. Um, he's he's close to finalizing a deal. The 85 million, 85 to 100 million, two-fight deal to fight um, Dimitri Bavar, the champion in 100, in the champion in 175. And also, um, following that, we're going to see if Triple G is going to be fighting Murata out there in Japan. And the second fight could be could be around uh, Mexico Independent Day. And it's going to be versus Triple G, the trilogy. Now, to be honest, man, I'm not I'm not really a fan of the trilogy, in my opinion. I know there's a lot of people that felt that Triple G won the fight. Um, to be honest, man, if y'all been following me for a while, I think that, that Canelo Alvarez won the first fight. I think that Canelo Alvarez won the second fight. Um, you know, they, they could be, like, I understand if it could be a draw. I understand what people would be like, it could be 115, 113. I think in the first fight, to be honest, I think in the first fight, people didn't expect the evolution of Canelo Alvarez. That's what it was. In my opinion, I think that people expected another style that he was going that that he was going to to execute. He had movement. It looked like he learned a lot from Floyd Mayweather. In the you know from you know he his his only losses against Floyd Mayweather when he was what 22 23 years old and people didn't expect his movement. I was like, "Yo, Canelo is moving." I'm liking. He looks. He, uh, um, he 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 look elusive, but I feel like the people wanted to see that quote unquote Mexican style. But let me tell you, I, I'm gonna tell you like this, folks. I think that people need to stop saying like Mexican style in term of like a like a phone booth fighting. There's an evolution to every style, and I think. Canelo Alvarez and the likes of, you know, even Oscar Valdez, the way that he beat Miguel Burchett. I think Miguel Burchett fights a Mexican, like the Mexican, the, the traditional Mexican style, but there's the evolution. There's footwork now. You saw Oscar Valdez footwork, but there's still power. There's still, there's still with boxing. There's still movement. I'm here, but I'm here to slug it out too. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just not going to stay like in the phone booth all day. I think there's been an evolution of the Mexican style fighting. And I think that they, that, that Triple G, just didn't know, didn't know that and they was not prepared for that type of Canelo the first fight. Canelo Alvarez said, "I right, man, you don't, I, I won't move at all. I'ma still beat you in the traditional, in the traditional Mexican style. I gave you the evolution. You can't f with me with the footwork, but I'ma then I'ma I'm stay in the middle and then Canelo Alvarez beat him in the traditional Mexican style fight. And so, um, in my opinion, I believe that Canelo won won both of the fights. Um, if y'all been following the the podcast." You know, I'm, I've been very... The only thing I've been frustrated... I don't get frustrated, really. I, I love where boxing is at and where boxing is going. Um, but I think that... Um, I'm just... The only thing I'm frustrated is the middleweight division. Y'all heard me say I am... I, I, I just wanted to see the... I wanted to see Triple G versus Charlo or Triple G versus Andre or Andre versus Charlo, you know... I wanted to see that or Andre versus Triple G. I wanted to see that. I want to see that unification belt. Yeah, of course, Triple G is going to be fighting Murata. But Murata just received the belt because, of course, um, Canelo Alvarez vacated his belt. You know? So, 
of course, Canelo Alvarez versus uh, Dimitri Bavar is a good fight. I think it's a more dangerous fight than any other fight at this point of their career. Um, I think it was a more dangerous fight than than, than Canelo Alvarez fighting Jamal Charlo, in my opinion. I think it's a more dangerous fight. Um, so, you know, it is what it is, man. I think I think that I'm not frustrated with Canelo. Canelo could do whatever the whatever the f you want to do, in my opinion. Canelo Alvarez has fought four times in the span of eleven months, and people have been frustrated with that. Yo, fighters ain't fighting the same, ain't fighting enough. Canelo Alvarez is avoiding that frustration. I keep on saying it, right? Canelo Alvarez, y'all ain't no Canelo Alvarez, the newly undisputed, super middleweight undisputed, pound for pound number one, libra por libra numero uno, cash cow with a sport of boxing, huh? Four division world title, Canelo Alvarez is the king of boxing. Canelo Alvarez, a.k.a. King Nello, a.k.a. Cash Kello, a.k.a. Cartelo, a.k.a. Baby, a.k.a. Get the fuck out of here, man, my friends. Yes. Canelo Alvarez, man. Canelo Alvarez out there breaking hearts, y'all. <laughs> Canelo Alvarez breaking out, br breaking hearts. Cause you, you know, Jamal Charlo probably was in the gym. He was probably in the gym, and he puts it on IG. Had a pen, you know, like like a little like meme or whatever what it was. And it said, you know, like if he signed a contract, right? <laughs> you know, people. And I thought it was confirmed. I thought it was gonna be Jamal Charlo versus um, Canelo Alvarez, Cinco de Mayo. He probably wasn't hitting the speed bag. Yo, Jamal, yo, what's good? Yo, you heard the news? Hell yeah, man. I'm getting ready for this thing, Jamal, yo, man. He on the speed bag and shit. Nah, man. Yo, they announced that Canelo Wire is going to be fighting the Dimitri Bavon. What? He's slowing down on the speed bag. What? You serious? Nah, man. Nah, you send me, man. I'm gonna call out. Nah, I'm telling you right now. Look at the Twitter. Look at the Twitter. Look at the Twitter feed. My copyjet from ESPN. This is what he's reporting, right? All right, he's slowing down with us. <laughs> and the speed back again. Let me call out, man. Give me the damn phone. Give me the damn phone. Let me call out. Yo, Al. Is it true? Damn it, tell me he's not true, man. You gonna do you gonna play me? They gonna be playing me in, 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 in Black Black History Month, man. You better give me some good news. It's Black History, or you better give me some good news. Don't say you saw me, huh? Ah, don't say you saw me, motherfucker. Don't say you saw me. <laughs> Shit. How about Makabu? Cruiserweight WBC champion Makabu thought he was gonna get Canada Wildrats. This is not fit. This is not fair. <laughs> this is not fair. Mm -hmm. This is not fair. I went to the WBC convention in Mexico. I shook hands with Eddie Reynoso. He's not a man of his word. Eh? And then I seen Grinello Alvarez. I took pictures with that motherfucker. Eh? I thought I was going to be the next. I thought I was going to get the sweepstakes. I thought I was going to get the golden ticket. This no fair. Eh? How could you do that to me, Canelo? We were supposed to have a fight in the Congo in my country. So, you know, the economy is bad. And you was going to bring all this money into my country. And I was going to be a good countryman. I could be some, some, I could be somebody. I could be somebody like Manny Pacquiao in the Philippines and the Congo. Eh? 
You look at me in the eye and I say, I'm next. You look at me in the eye like Goldberg for WWE and you tell me that I was going to be next. You said to the world you want to be five division world champion. Now I know how they mean. Now I know how uh, uh, Andre feel about you. Because I remember in 160 you said that you want to become undisputed and then you didn't give that matchup to Andre. And now you tell him you want to begin from five division world champion. Eh? And now you back down to fight Bevor. Oh, I understand you, Jamal Charlo. It must be black history. Muffy don't want to give me chance. <laughs> oh, shit. They tight, y'all. They are tight. Makabu tight. Hey, man, Makabu, ain't nobody know you. Ain't nobody know who you champion anyway. Nobody know you anyway. Can I do man? Get the fuck out of here, man. Eh? How would you beaching? Eh? Get the, get, man, get the fuck out of here, man. Oh, you want to pay them, pay them. I say your name. Nobody know who you was, man. Get out of here, man. Get, 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 get the fuck out of here, man. You a terrible. I saw your last fight. You a terrible fighter. You a, you, you're more terrible than Andre. You a terrible fighter. <laughs> Little Wilders, man. Get out of here, man. <laughs> but um, I think it's good. I, I, look, Canelo Alvarez again, man. Um, he he's at the point where, excuse me, he's at the point where he has separated himself from his contemporaries, man. And whatever move he make, I'm not frustrated with Canelo Alvarez. I'm not. There is no pressure on Canelo Alvarez. As me as a fan, me as a consumer, ain't no pressure. Ain't no pressure. I understand he still got responsibility because he got straps, but. I want these other guys to carve their own legacy, man. I want to see Bavol versus Baturbiev, to be honest. I want to see Triple G versus Charlo and Demetrius Andre. I want to see Demetrius Andre versus Charlo. I want to see. I want to see David Benavides and Caleb Plant. Oh, son, if you want to move up, go get go fight Surdo Ramirez. David Benavides trying to shame Canelo Alvarez and fighting. You know, David Benavides and his pops trying to shame Canelo Alvarez and fighting them. In the end of the day, man, you got nothing. You got nothing to offer Canelo Alvarez. Let's keep, let's just keep it real. David Benavides want to want to feed him in the sport of boxing in 160 pound, 68 pound division. But let's get it straight. I know a lot of people want to be, well, always want to talk ish about Canelo Alvarez because of the year drum fight. But put it this way: if David Benavides was not with the white lady, was not messing with the white lady, you know what I'm saying? We would have never had the year drum fight. We would have had Canelo Alvarez and David Benavides. If David, if Canelo Alvarez wanted to become undisputed, he should, he could have, you, he, he should have gone through you. You dropped the ball. You didn't want it that bad. So don't you can't shame. Ain't nobody shame me. Look, people make mistakes in their life. People shouldn't shame David Benavidez for what he what he went through. He overcame. He's young, experienced. You know what I'm saying? We all got. We always we we all did something crazy when we was younger, huh? Except getting wet, William. But you know what I'm saying? Never that. <laughs> Dang, I ain't never going that crazy, motherfucker. <laughs> Why well, ain't never that crazy? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe y'all did that shit. <laughs> I ain't that crazy. <laughs> but any <laughs> But anyway. Anyway, 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 anyway. What is that? Um You know boxing is good, like I said. Boxing is real good. 
and people shouldn't be frustrated with Canelo Alvarez. I think that he he's he's doing a good job of being and being the top dog in in, in boxing. Um, again, the, the the and we was I thought we was gonna have Chocolatito versus Estrada, but of course Estrada got the COVID, and we're gonna have Martinez um, Martinez versus Chocolatito, and I think that's a great matchup. Um, that's gonna be a march as well. So, boxing is lit, y'all. Boxing is real lit, and I'm happy. And I'm happy to see where boxing is going. Um, Keith and Tom Thurman is back. Keith and Tom Thurman this past well, um, in the weekend, pay per view Fox. A lot of people, so a lot of people was mad. A lot of people, oh my god, I ain't gonna be paying for that pay per view. Nah, that shit ain't worth it, yo. It ain't worth it, man. It ain't worth. Man, shut the hell up. <laughs> I was like, that man, shut the hell up. I know the fight ain't worth it, but I told people, man, it's two different type of consumers, man. I keep on telling the people, there's the people that willing to pay for the fight, and then there's people that's willing to pay because they want to see their favorite fighter. You know what I'm saying? I think that a lot of people like to devalue a lot of stuff in the sport of boxing and then call themselves a, bo- a hardcore boxing fan. Like, people buy things for whatever reasons, you know what I'm saying? You can't put anybody, you can't put value on uh, your definition of value. You know what I'm saying? Your definition of value is not the other person's definition of value. You know what I'm saying? So, I think there's got to be some home. A lot of people always want to want, want the fighter to be humble, but I think the fans got to be humble. In the end of the day, man, nobody taking no, ain't nobody taking the risk like, like these fighters. You know, and I'm a boxing fan, hardcore boxing fan. They respect the lifestyle of the fighter. I respect the, I, I respect the sacrifice. I respect the hard work. I respect these modern-day warriors and modern-day gladiators. I don't mind paying for the pay-per-view. I don't mind paying for warriors. This ain't wrestling. I pay I pay to see WrestleMania. You know what? And it entertains me, and it is not real. I'm, I could pay to see Keith Thurman. I could pay. He entertained me when he when he fought the light. All his, uh, almost all his fight, he entertained me. So he's box office to me. I paid. A matter of fact, forget the pay. I went over there. I took a flight. I saw the fight in person. Saw Thurman. Thurman, Thurman, Thurman. Because Keith one time Thurman, the what's away division just make shit more interesting. And I do believe that it's going to be Keith one time Thurman. Because the WBC said that I was the title eliminator. That was a, fi- a, a, a title eliminator, but it was not a final title eliminator, right? But then we already know that we got um, Virgil Ortiz going to be fighting. <clears throat> Excuse me. His opponent. And we're probably going to see Virgil Ortiz versus Keith on Tom Thurman in the final eliminator. That sound good. That would be, that sound good. Um, yeah, I know that Virgil Ortiz, another, one of the phenom in the sport of boxing. Um, Bruce Ennis as well. I think that's going to be a dream matchup right there, Bruce Ennis versus Virgil Ortiz. But these guys are on position to get the elites. That's why I'm not even frustrated with the Bud and Earl Spence. You know why? Because Virgil Ortiz and Bruce Ennis in position, as they, they're in mandatory they, they're not mandatories, but they're in mandatory position. They're in contentions right now. They're in contentions right now. You know what I'm saying? So with this fight that Virgil Ortiz got coming up, if he wins, I think that's going to be in the same day as the Charlo event, uh, March 19th. If Oscar Valdez wins, we already know that Keith Thurman wins. Then we're going to see the final eliminated the WBC, probably Virgil Ortiz and Keith on Tom Thurman. That's going to be awesome right there, son. That's going to be good. But, of course, Keith on Tom Thurman said in the press conference that he wants the win of Ugas and Earl Spence. Um, and, you know, I think that Earl Spence versus Keith on Tom Thurman has been a, a, a over, over marriage, not an over marriage, but a, one of the longest marinated fights 
in 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 boxing. Even though, of course, a lot of people want to see Bud Crawford, but Bud Crawford is a free agent. I want to see what he could do, man. He's still battling, I believe, in court with with Bob Arum. Um, Bud is 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 an extreme talent. I would like to see Keith Thurman versus Bud. I would like to see Boots Ennis and Virgil Ortiz get their crack at the at the elites. You know, boxing is good. I can't complain, bro. I can't complain. I can't complain. Crew DuJourne is always going to be performing. Shout out to Clarissa Shields with her win. You know, but again, again, I got to say it. I love Clarissa Shields. She's the quote, right? But she is not as entertaining as Amanda Serrano, Alicia Baumgartner, Jessica McCaskill, Estrada. She's, and I think this, this is, this is why, trust me, the person that, the person who wins of the Katie Taylor Manasarano, whoever come out winning, that's the quote. And you know what? I'm not even gonna say the quote. I'm not gonna say it like that because she because Clarissa Shields came up with that name. But I'm gonna say it, you know, the whoever wins that fight is the greatest woman boxer. And I'm not gonna say the quote, but I'm gonna say the greatest woman boxer. It's gonna be historic, bro. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, Keyshawn Davis is going to be performing soon. Shout out to Kid, 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 Squir- uh, um, Floyd Schofield, Kid All, aka Kid Austin. They're going to be performing February 20, I believe, 26. It's 26 out there in San Antonio. Shout out to Davius Promotion. Doing a hell of a job. But yeah, man, I'm just giving y'all a little short, short episode. Um, let me know what y'all think, man. Y'all already know, man. Share this. Share it, share it, whatever y'all listening on the Spotify, Google Play, Apple, um, Podbean, um, it's Punch Run Boxing. Subscribe to the channel, my YouTube channel. Y'all already know, man, Punch Run Boxing. And of course, man, there's a lot of great things happening. And check out every, uh, yo, I go live every, I go live all the time, 8 p, 8 p.m. or 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Y'all already know one of the best dangerous show in the sport of boxing. It's when I go live and also, and, and most importantly, Thursdays, happy hour Thursdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, the most dangerous show, the most dangerous boxing show out there. So, man, shout out to all the people, all the people that bring in boxing alive, um, contributing to the to, to, to the sport, all the independent media, all the boxing content creators that breaking it down unbiasedly, logically, and objectively keep doing it. Let's keep, let's keep preserving the fighters, preserving the sport. Beautiful science of the sport. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, everybody, I already know we're brothers and sisters, sons and daughters of the most high. Take care. Have a good day. Love y'all. God bless. And on to the next.